0: tuning in here. This is Grandpa Leco Storytime. Uh, that intermusic music uh, may be used in the future. Uh, I have a between kind of toss-up right now between that music and a uh, more nostalgic kind of tune. Um, but yeah, so what I uh, aim to do here with this is uh, just just tell stories, true stories uh, things that happened to me, uh, things that happened to others. Uh, like, if I encourage people to send in uh, stories uh, that will relate to a weekly theme that I will put up on social media, uh, and uh, you can email me at. Grandpa Leco Storytime at gmail.com. And then I could, uh, I may read those on the, on the episode. Um, also sometimes I could have guests who will come on and share their stories. So, yeah, uh, this week I put out that the theme would be for this first episode just childhood. So have kind of a broad category. They'll probably all be mostly mostly broad. Can't be too specific. Um, I did not see any sort of responses on those, but again, just starting out, so you know it makes sense. So but yeah. Childhood, uh, it's kinda kind of hard to describe, I guess. Not uh, not that it was difficult or um, bad things happened. You know, just overall, everyone's childhood is different in many ways. So, so many simple things, like uh, myself. I grew up in most of my life that I remember Forest Lake, Minnesota, Um, kind of out somewhat in the boonies. I mean, a good distance away from any sort of store or anything like that. So surrounded by woods. uh, I don't know how many acres. Five to ten, I'm guessing. So. Was as a young child, all sorts of running around, running, jumping, climbing trees, getting dirty. Uh, but then, I don't know, something weird happened right around like 12, 13. All of a sudden, it shifted from liking the outdoors, getting dirty, you know, doing physical activities, liking sports uh, to. Suddenly, like, you know, fuck the outdoors. I want to stay inside and focused on, you know television, video games. So I don't know, but right, point is that just childhood is different for everyone. you know, there's all kinds of differences like. You know, yeah. Like where you grow up, how you grow up, who you grow up with, whether they have siblings, whether you don't. I had three siblings, two sisters and a brother. Yeah. My parents divorced when I was, I'm not sure, like eight, six. Yeah. But uh, anyway, Let's see some specific stories. Getting, getting into the nitty-gritty here. Um, I would say there's kind of so many, and I didn't really plan things all ahead of time, so I wanted to kind of almost free format, it, if you will. But um, I, there's one, one time <laughs> there is a story of my sister, Jen, Jennifer, or Jen, Jenny, whichever, but now, I think now she just for first to, but still. We rode our bikes into town and it was during a time when you could just ride anywhere, whatever. Parents are at work, so maybe it's a weekend, maybe it's just in the summer. Um, really this was kind of like during the summer. And so we drove, oh, drove, we rode our bikes about 10 miles or so into the city because uh, we lived on the boonies. So it was a long, down many roads until uh, we finally get to um, kind of a bigger, major road that's kind of the County Highway, I guess. Um, So then that leads into the actual town with all the businesses and everything. So I forget exactly what we did, but I'm guessing we went to a place, maybe something like Perkins, just to, you know, kill some time, get some food, um, whatever. Because I remember we had the little uh, coffee creamers, little single serve coffee creamers, and on the way back biking home along that county, on that county highway, uh, we were throwing them at cars. <laughs> I mean, I was probably maybe ten. At the most. So my sister would have been about 12. And we're just biking. And then, you know, well, just tossing him to the side, sometimes not really looking, sometimes just kind of aiming for a car, maybe not. And then we get to the turn off road where that would lead back all the way down to more roads that would take us home. And then I had one left, and we were just so we stopped at the intersection, and I was waiting for a good time or find a good uh, way to throw it. But then I kept hesitating; I wasn't sure. So then my sister got impatient, and was just like, "just Just toss it. Let's just go. Taking too long. So okay. So I start to turn without looking. I toss it to the side, and it goes out into traffic. Um, so I'm not sure. I don't think it hit anything, but then as I start to tape, take those first petals, uh, whatever. Um, there was like a, like a Chevy or whatever the Bron- like a Bronco is. It's just a little two-door pickup truck with the back topper, but it was kind of like the wheels were jacked up higher or the, the cab was to make extra clearance for the wheels. And it was it was like a nice, like kind of like a shiny purple color that the person cared about. And that car suddenly swerved uh, around, they like swerved into oncoming traffic, then down into the ditch, and then spun around in the middle. Of, like came back up into the road and then back towards us, and we saw that and we we're like, "Oh shit!" And then just started biking, pedaling as fast as we could, as hard as we could, and that car came up to us and. My sister was already far ahead of me, you know, 20, 30 yards. And this car, this truck came up and kind of tried to cut me off. And then the guy opened, I believe he opened his door right away. He opened his door for sure later on, but uh, I think he opened it, just opened it right away and ran down his window, yelling at me about, If I threw something, and whatever, and what did I throw? And I was like, "Just toss something aside." I was like, "Throwing shit! Throwing shit! My shit my fucking car!" Uh, Remember, I'm like maybe ten years old. Um, So, and he was probably thirty. I mean, I'm not great with their, but at the time, you know, he looked. Like he was at least like his mid to late twenties, probably early thirties. So, uh, yeah, so I threw something. I said, "Little cop came her, threw it to the side," um, and then he, then he, then he for sure. If he didn't at that by then, he for sure opened his door at that point, started to take a step out of it, and said, "Do you want me to kick your ass?" Uh, which is just. So fucking insane that someone, um, it didn't hit his car at all. It didn't even hit his car. He saw something fly out to the side, um, thought that it hit his car, didn't know what it was, and then spun around in the ditch, almost hitting other vehicles to come chase a 10-year-old kid down and threaten to beat the shit out of him. So... That was super fun. Um, Then he said something else to me, closed his door, and then sped off, like, squealing his tires. And then I immediately started crying. Uh, I invited home, because I thought that was so fucking insane. And that person was so batshit crazy to... Do that to a little child, I guess, like you could say that like, oh, I was being a little shit, whatever, but I don't know, like I wasn't trying to hit cars, and uh, for sure that last one didn't even hit his car I don't know it's it's coffee creamer, so I'm not sure what he thought it would do, um, but yeah that's one uh, crazy, crazy story from my childhood, for sure. Yeah. Let's see. Another one will probably be... Oh, well, again, when I was young, I always loved just biking around, going all sorts of places, doing things that now would be unthinkable. Like there's no way you would let an eight-year-old drive down, bike for like half an hour to an hour to get into the nearest town by himself, like in you know, um Usually, yes, I was with like my sister, uh, so or sometimes my brother, but uh, for the most part, yeah, you wouldn't. You'd never let even yeah even if it was the two, a ten and ten year old and twelve year old, you would let them bike down so many streets before eventually getting to a county highway and then driving into town doing whatever by, by themselves. Um, but yes, and hi uh, I probably should have uh, planned a little bit with, I would think, so that I had uh, at least ideas uh, ready for so the new childhood. I now have a lot of stories, but, you know, it's hard when you're going on the spot. So it's probably better to always have stuff written down, even if it isn't like full structure, just like an idea like, oh. What about this? Maybe this. So many times, biking down to see friends. Sometimes they didn't even know I was coming, so I'd bike like half an hour to an hour to someone's house, only to find out they're not home. Or they're home, but they're busy and they can't do anything, um, or they're home, but their parents are home, so they can't do anything without the parents being home. Um, I did have a little bit of a problem sometimes as a child, um, calling people. Because I felt I always, I'd always try to call people beforehand, like, hey, are you free? Don't do anything, whatever, hang out?" because I'd get bored by myself and always want to do stuff. And so I was trying to see if anyone's available. And sometimes that I feel some people got rather annoyed. And uh, if it wasn't my friends getting annoyed, it was their parents getting annoyed with me calling so much. Um, I know there was one person who, um, after a while, would call see if he was available and able to hang out, do stuff. And his sisters would call me his girlfriend. It's just because I would call to hang out. Um, And then another friend of mine, uh, I believe his parents started to think, wonder if him and I were a gay couple because I would call and we would hang out, I guess, too often or whatever. But, uh, I, don't know. I don't know. People, I don't know. So, you know, very strange. People get all kinds of weird ideas, I guess. I know all right another story um, for a while we had we had neighbors on both sides obviously but they were each probably around 100 yards apart so from our house to probably the edge of their house was like 100 yards to go for a while then our property line would end. Then come to their property. Then whatever else. So again, yeah, we we're on the bernie's property. It was very spaced out, uh, spaced out a great deal. So uh, you wouldn't have to worry about stuff. Not like we keep seeing in places around here, like St. Paul, Minneapolis places. Lots of times it's just you know they Two three feet apart, there's barely space to walk in between the two houses. Um, so it, it, that that just seems insane to me, being so close. Um, but anyway, once of the neighbors, uh, we knew them fairly well. Um, they had, you know, different children, similar, uh, varying age, kind of like to us. Uh, like older, high school, junior high, and elementary, all at the same time. So, um, at one point, I don't remember what we were doing initially, but I remember their kids were over at our house, and I don't think, like, their parents weren't home, and our parents weren't home, if I remember correctly. Um, but for sure, my parents were home. So they were over we were playing around in the backyard. then for whatever reason the 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 neighbor's oldest mom, the oldest son, I forget his name. I forget his name uh, but suddenly like started chasing me, like we're playing a game, whatever like, oh. I want to get you. I don't remember, it probably wasn't like that, but like something happened where, you know, he's chasing me, I'm running. And but then I started to panic, I guess. So I ran around the house at least full rotation. He's chasing me. Then I go around to the front and try to run in the front door, open the screen door and then try to slam the main door behind me to bottom him off, stop him. Um, but at that same time I was slamming it, he was reaching for me, so he was pretty close behind. So he's reaching out for me as I'm slamming the door and we did have a little section in the, on the door. That was window. It was all glass. So as I'm slamming it and he's reaching forward, it lines up just right. So his hand goes straight to the glass. And so his hand gets all caught up. And then I quickly turn around because I hear it. Since it's right behind me. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, no. And then look down and somehow a piece of glass had flown out and slashed me. Over here. Uh, that's all the right. I still have stitches that you can see. But yeah. So um, then everyone starts freaking out because, you know, the glass is broken. Two people are bleeding. What are we going to do? Let's rush. So um, I remember getting in like a pickup truck. So his parents, like, I think our neighbor's parents must have been home because uh, get we're getting to pick a truck and then we drive us to the nearest little hospital clinic. And then the both of us, two of us get stitches and yeah, and that was that. It was a little fun time <laughs> I was about weird as a child. But, you know, that should go without saying, I mean, thus far from what you've heard or seen of me, you can see so sort of, you know, I would say um, normal, but then again, it's hard to say what is normal, because pretty much as I said in the beginning, there's so many differences just you know, like where you grow up, how do you grow up, who you live with. So, nothing's really normal. No. So, yeah. Um, yeah, just always felt like an outcast, I guess. Like, never, like, obviously never a cool kid, but also never really a nerd. Never a jock. I don't know. I could see all the people growing up through elementary school for sure. Um, Like all the kids who were like, oh yeah, those are the smart kids. Oh, those are the athletic kids. Those are the just popular people. Maybe their family's wealthy, whatever. But everyone seems to like them and stuff. So I well, I only knew a few people, really. I mean I knew everyone. Just growing up for over many years, you know, going to the same school, you you know, you know people, but at the same time I'd never been to like any of their houses, you know, or any events with them. Just I knew who they were. Might have known where they live because you see them on the bus route or whatever. but, you know. So, how many very many friends? And, uh, they didn't really start for the most part until sixth grade. And then the entire time, never really of falling into any sort of groups. It was weird when uh, Assembly saw things about a show called The In-Betweeners. And then realizing like, oh, that, that, yeah, that. Not, yeah, not anything specific, not any of the major categories that are generally broken down for school cliques and groups, just always like, you know, other, there were other ones. So yeah. Not sure what we're talking about, but anyway. Just yeah, so that's maybe maybe that could be a little bit of an idea of how you know, just how I'm rambling and my stories are odd, whatever. But yeah, so more stories, let's think, I remember I had someone I considered to be a best friend in first grade, I believe his name was Travis. Maybe that's getting ahead of myself. I uh, believe in kindergarten, I had someone that I thought was a best friend. Um, which is true because I don't remember ever doing anything with them outside of school. But I remember at the time, I had this feeling of like, they're my best friend. And they went to move to Florida. So I was like, oh no, my best friend's moving away and so and then i remember in first grade getting close to another person who was um, I believe in kindergarten johnny was the kid i thought was my best friend and then he moved away and then in first grade there was a kid i think his name was travis and then I came in really to 10, And then I believe, you know, he moved away to, I forget where, maybe like Colorado or Montana. I think it was like one of those two places. But felt like, oh, I haven't had a best friend. But again, never really did anything outside of school that I remember. And so suddenly, he moves away. Okay, and I thought there was another person in third grade. That one, for some reason, I don't remember. Because I remember there was multiple times where, like, have someone I consider a best friend, and then they move away at some point. I thought there was a sort the kindergarten, you know, first grade, and then I thought there was another one that it happened in third grade. And then I didn't really have, I guess, friends, friends until sixth grade, where someone uh, who had just moved there from New Jersey or wherever, um, Yeah, moved there, and then I became best friends with him, and then I had a couple other people that were kind of new as well that year, and then I became friends with them. So then I said, I know I had three close friends where I've been doing doing this time, and actually been to their houses and stuff, and we hang out outside of school. Um, Yeah. Then, you know, and high, and then Jude and I started to meet more and more people and stuff. Uh, you know, I think at some point at least one of them moved away. Is that, that Jeremy? That was the name of someone. I know there was somebody else, and then eventually they moved then, you know, obviously later on, you, you know, you, leave, you graduate high school, you know, you don't see many people anymore. Some we still came in contact with. Um, so I had two that I was really close with that stayed in contact. Um, but then eventually, at some point, um, the person I met in sixth grade, his family, uh, moved moved away uh, first to a different city, then eventually like back to New Jersey. Um, but he stayed around and eventually even um, stayed at my house with me and my parents um, for maybe a year or so. Um, maybe only half a year before eventually like he decided that he would go back as well. And so then he eventually just kind of left without saying anything. I mean, I think he just like packed up most of his stuff, threw a bunch of it away, wrote a letter, left the forest and then just left when everyone was gone, like at work for the day and just drove out back to New Jersey from Minnesota. Um, you know, then going to college, still friends with uh, Lisa, the other the other friend from high school and stuff. And was, I don't know. what am I really to even talk about? Who knows? But I know that yeah, basically said another but then eventually, you know, going to college together, get a place together Um, for the time being, while still going to college, then he gets a job offer. So then he moves away to another state to Colorado for a little while. Yeah. So eventually he comes back when that job is done. It's, you know, he moves away, other friends. Um, then someone else, eventually she decides to join the military. so then she moves away.. Um, so just so many people. Those are the cats. Uh, male and female. Goku and tufus, orange and black. Sometimes they get along just fine, and other times, Tubas is just super ornery, picky, disgruntled. So, but whatever. She's she's getting old. She's like eleven. So, yeah. Let me think. I don't know. There's lots of just like little weird bullshit stories. I'm trying to think of any big big stories. I know many times, like every year, every winter, um, me and my siblings would go sledding nearby, there was this huge hill. But it was behind like barbed wire fence. And it was technically private kind of property because it belonged to the local gun range that was just down the road from us at least that part of it was just on our road otherwise it was on the other side of these woods down another road is where the entrance was and then huge open area for skeet shooting and stuff like that. And then we had this giant mound of dirt at the very end of it. So like any stray bullets would hit the dirt and not go, you know, into the road. But it was just something on the side of the hill. So but generally, you know, it's the best place to go setting. So we'd go climb up this side most of the way. Not all the time to the top because then you'd be seen by the people that own the gun range. And then you'd actually be at risk of maybe being uh, in the path of some sort of straight bullet. But as long as you just go up most of the way and not all the way to the top, you're always behind the hill and safe. But it is still, you know, that private property. But yeah, it was always always fun sneaking through over, under, through the barbed wire fence and climbing up. Fantastic place to go sledding. Really, really really fun. It was always good. Uh, uh, But that gun range eventually got way too noisy. Um, After my mother remarried, after a few years, they also started to build one, like an extension, another part directly across the street from our house, and that was basically the kind of final kind of straw because it was just it was pretty much every day, like, almost like from seven to like dawn to dusk seven days a week, almost. So it was just, it was just seminary. So eventually we moved to a completely different city. Yeah. And that's when shit got kind of bad for me. Cause one, it was senior year. I was about to start senior year. So I suddenly had to move and graduate in a completely different school. And I also don't know anybody. And you know, probably awkward so it's not easy at all to make friends and i ended up saying and doing some stuff that kind of really pissed off a large number of the uh, student body oops i i wrote an article in the school paper at one point i don't really want to get into that now (laughs) That's a that's a weird story. But regardless, yeah, so basically trying to say that throughout the years things have been difficult. And not the best to make friends, though it's really it was odd how it seemed rather easy in college, but maybe that's when college is easier for People like me, because there's more people actually going to college. It's easier to find people like that. And uh, sometimes you don't really need to say much in order to become friends. Well, originally I was saying all this because there's just points when I have seemingly a best friend, and they would eventually at some point move away. Again, not really entirely sure exactly why I went through that and uh, how that's helpful at all, but yeah. So, um, let's see, I'm not sure how much time I have left. Should have had a timer. But might be, my time might be getting cut short here because the way I'm recording this is limited. Uh, let's see if I can think of another, one more story. Well, um, for the most part, I feel like I like most animals and most animals like me. But there have been some exceptions, Um, two in particular. um, One big one was there was the friend that I met. His name is Carl, met him in sixth grade. He had just moved from New Jersey. His name is Carl. So one time going to Carl's house. He also had a large property, um, but and just because where we're located, nice large property, um, nice house, you know, everything. Um, I believe his father was, did like radio and stuff like that, if I remember correctly. I'm not sure, but they made, they made, they, you know, they're, they're doing good. And he has, they had one sister, but they also had a dog. I hate the dogs name. the dog, you know, left the family, but hated me. So generally, not good to be out if the dog's running around loose. Um, remember one time, just like, either Carl went out or his sister went out to keep the dog back. And then, so I could go out to think we were going to play outside, or I was getting ready to leave, and so. But you know, so to get the dog away to make sure the dog didn't attack me because it always seemed aggressive toward me. Um, but when I get outside, the dog slips in my hands, and I go, oh, "Oh shit!" And then the thing leaps at me and just starts nipping and biting biting me biting at my back and clawing trying to like take the back and stuff so um, it wasn't too bad i mean i had lots of scrapes and scratches along the back um, a little bit on my arm but there wasn't any like you know it didn't like, ever get a good grip and like latch on or anything like that so it was just but it was really upset at me for some reason. So, yeah. Uh, Then the other time was my my stepfather's sister had a dog, and that dog also didn't like me. We had a dog. Uh, So they she had come over with her dog, find a dog, playdate, So like, you know, close to my mom and stepfather, got a dog, and they, they love dogs that are doing stuff with it. And so she brought over with her dog, so they can you know, play around and do stuff. But her dog, again, just did not seem to like me and would chase me and growl and back at me, get in the didn't feel comfortable around it. Um, and there was one time where um, my stepfather was just like, You just, you just got to be assertive, okay? You got to just, you know, basically like show dominance, whatever, um, command the dog in an authoritative manner so it knows, you know, to respect you and not do anything to you. you know, so, so I was like, I'm like, I don't I don't know if that's a good idea you know I don't feel good about that. I don't really wanna just do it, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. Just go ahead and do it, you know, just just say this, do this. just like no, down very assertive, whatever, and commanding voice what have you. So we go into the garage, dogs there, and so they're all like my mom, my stepfather, his sister. Are all standing around there? Dogs. Dog sitting there. So then I commanded it to sit. Like no. Blah, blah. And it, I just lean forward a little bit and be like no. Like down, stay, whatever the hell I said. And at that time, the dog leaped up and just dipped me right there, right, right, right between the eyes. Just like oh take a bite out of my face and uh, it smacked the, it cut me and knocked my glasses off. And so at which point I um, turned to my stepfather and said, like, see, I fucking told you. And I picked up my glasses and went into went Yeah, lots of fun. See, it's funny. The funny things now, but back then, like, you know, serious shit. So yeah. Well, um, that might be about it. Maybe almost out of time here on my recording thing. Um, for the time being, we're going to be doing about half an hour at a time and it would be nice if i did do an actual um, like timer so i know how long it's been um so yeah in the future you know this, this is episode one so in the future there'll be more people so we'll be hopefully i'll have a guest almost every time so we can have a rapport be easier i won't we'll be stumbling and just saying um yeah all the time um oh, right there and i will write stuff down so I, I have at least an idea of what i should be saying so it's a learning experience this is the first one so it's going to be weird in some way and you're always going to learn and build off of it so yeah but well, uh, I have lots more stories. So just uh, sit tight. There's, there's plenty more to come. Uh, so, yeah, uh, check me out on Facebook, Grandpa Leco Storytime. Uh, there's Instagram, Grandpa Storytime. I think it's Grandpa underscore Liko underscore story time. Because they wouldn't have to do spaces or anything. And they wouldn't want to do one big word. So, there's the cats again. You got Anna. Play fighting. She's always so loud. And he, Goku's super quiet. Like, almost never makes a sound. Even though he's half Mancoon and like 30 pounds. He's super quiet and gentle. And Tupus is tiny. She's like, you know, ten pounds, but she's always so loud, and she snores. It's super funny. Anyway, what I'm saying is, thank you for listening. Um, this will either be, this could be on iTunes, this could be on just Facebook, this could be on YouTube. you make like a channel for it. Um, what have it. Uh, yeah check it out those, those sites facebook and instagram for sure and uh again if you have stories that you'd like to share keep an eye out for when i announce themes and or just even don't even wait for a theme you don't have to um, and just if you find to know of a story that's yours that uh, you think is wild, crazy, or just cool, whatever, email me, granapolico-storytime at gmail.com, and then I'll take a look at it, and if it fits any of the themes that I'm going to do, I'll I'll go ahead and read it. And let me know if you don't want your name shared, because I would just say your first name, and then yeah so thank you again and uh, we all take care and i will have more stories ready